Right. Alright, but before we go to Habakkuk 2, <laughs> let's go through first. Trust me, I'll get my focus here in a second. Now let's go to uh, first uh, Corinthians 9. Uh, Ed did a uh, guy talk yesterday. Um, and it was uh, Right Division. Is that what you did? Right Division? So, I, I, you know, it was kind of great. You know, we had guy talking it kind of stayed in harmony with what we're talking about right in the vision but he said something that stood out for me he said a lot of things that stood out but one of the things you said was living a life where we're not living aimless if I don't even remember saying it but you know and so it made me think about this scripture here in 1 Corinthians 9 go there First Corinthians. we can go back to Habakkuk 2 but 1 Corinthians 9 1 Corinthians 9, starting with verse 26. 1 Corinthians 9, starting with verse 26. So he was talking about vision. He said, we have vision. What he's been discovering, because we've been teaching on vision, if we have vision, we don't live aimless. So this is, I mean, think about what the word means. Aimless, without aim. Right? And then verse 26 says this. It says, uh, I therefore so run not as uncertain certainly so fight I not as one that beateth the air and we talked about fighting the sea and when he said aimless I started to think about the scripture so the scripture is parallel to a boxer that's boxing he's throwing jabs and hooks and uppercuts but he's just beating the air he just <laughs> he ain't making no contact right he just, <laughs> he just you know he just you know he, he, he just looking good. He's just <laughs> he's just just flailing it, and so 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 Paul used the scripture that says, like, I'm 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 living this life, and it's a it's a it's a life of vision, but it's making a connection. It's I'm gaining ground. Imagine, you know, they have you doing those drills out there, and you uh you have to climb a mountain, but you can't get no grip. <laughs> Right? That ain't cool, right? Actually, it could be frightening. You know, especially depending on the level of elevation and, you know, depending on the level of elevation, if you lose grip, depending on how you would fall. You know, if the elevation is somewhat almost parallel, you ain't necessarily falling, you just ain't gaining no ground. But if the elevation is straight up, you lose your grip, it could cost you your life, right? But he says, no, we're not living a life like that. We're, we're kind of we're gaining the ground and we're locking into some things, right? We're what? We're gaining ground and we're locking into some things. So let's look at Habakkuk 2 here, which is our foundational scripture. And we're going to just look at it just a little bit different today. Yeah. Com combination of preacher-singer, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. He he should see him on the keyboards. He was like with his little fingers, like he wasn't doing like this, like little kids do. He was actually like he knew his thing. Like like up in heaven, he was playing the keys, right? All right, so uh, Habakkuk two uh, is a, a great scripture. We're gonna break it down just a little bit different. It says, uh, "It says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision." And make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. 
for the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it shall speak express itself it shall not lie it will be the truth though it tarry though it seems like it's taking a while wait for it because it will it will surely come it will not tarry it will not take long is what the scripture is saying now I want to read another version it says this and then God answered and I think this is the version you read the message you read the message yesterday you didn't say back yeah I figured it out right uh, Ed read this version yesterday which, which I thought was good it says write this it says look write this write what you see so you have to see it to write it down right it says write it out in big blocked letters so that it can be read on the run this vision this vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming it aches for the coming it can hardly wait it doesn't lie if it seems slow in coming wait it's on the way it will come right on time right it will come right on time and then uh, the next verse says look at that man bloated by self-importance full of himself but so empty but the person is the, but the person in right standing before God through loyal and steady believing is fully alive really alive so here this is saying uh, it tells us to write this write what you can see write it out in big, big letters and it says this is a witness for what's coming so, so, so a witness, I know, I know something about a witness. A witness has already seen something. A witness has already seen something. So, so, so what it's saying is this, this, this vision is your witness for what God is saying is going to come in your life. Because this is what's hard. What's hard is to live outside of all that you see. Even though the scripture says, don't look at the things that you for their temporal subject to change look on the things that you can't see for the eternal but think about most of our hustle our effort our might our, our navigation through our daily life it ain't based on what's coming it's based on where we're at and what we see at the present time like 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 normally if we're in fear or if there's a little weight that we're navigating through which mostly people navigate is finances right and but it's based on what you see and so a lot of times we're making these adjustments and we're saying, God, I'll get to you. I need to take care of this right now. And it, so it's almost like, God, you understand why I can't focus on you and seek you first. Because look, I got to deal with all this. But God said, why are you looking on the things that you see? Look on the things that you can't see. Let that motivate your choices, your decisions, your plans. Right? Your efforts, your energy. Let, let it be what you can't see. And so now the question is, God, but what do you mean? How can I focus on what I can't see? Ah, now I need you to see vision. I need you to open those other eyes now. Right? I need you to open those other eyes. Remember I gave you the example like in, in the movie The Matrix where, where after he ate the pill and he ended up out of the Matrix, which is uh, it was a place of limits, a place of darkness, a place of, 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 where, of, of what you can't do. And then when, he's, when he crossed over into the other realm, uh, uh, Morpheus, which means change, was talking to Neo, which means new. Said he said he said uh, Neo said, "Man, my eyes hurt." He said, "That's because you haven't been using them." But he wasn't talking about natural eyes. He wasn't talking about natural eyes. See, see, the thing is, we 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 have another set of eyes, but we haven't been using them. So years ago, uh, I took an eye test. It was right before I was going to college, 
and so so I don't know what they do now because I ain't been to the eye doctor at all. I see perfect out of this eye. If I close it, y'all all a blur. So I passed it. I passed it. I can drive legally because I see 20-20 vision and I have perfect peripheral vision. But I can't see nothing out of this left eye right now, right? So when they so 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 when they they put these lenses, I don't know if they still do that, but you know they they keep putting the lenses until you can see. When they got to the lens where I can see out of this eye. I jumped out of the machine. You know, you had a machine. You looked in. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, I said, oh, oh, no, no, no. It was painful. He says, uh, when you was a kid, you're supposed to put a patch over your eye, wasn't you? Your right eye. I said, how'd you know? He said, you didn't do it, did you? I said, no. Nah. I said, not in Newark, New Jersey. I said, I was already Keith with the glasses. I would have been Keith the pirate with the glasses. I said, no, 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 no. We won't be doing it. I wasn't doing that. You know. And so, so he said, yeah, but if you would have done it, you would be able to see out of this eye right now. He says, you have sight in that eye. You just haven't used it. Now, he was talking about our natural eye. Think, think about this. When truth is really coming at you, what is your normal response? Is it like, truth, I'm so excited. I'm about to find out what's really going on in my life what choices I really need to make and the effects of my actual decisions. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, that's not what the response is, is it? Normally when truth is coming, you jump out the machine just like I did. Because that truth is helping you to see what you've been in denial with. Because we talked about this in the 915. When the Spirit comes in our life, the first thing He does is get us out of that superficial life and, and, and awaken us to truth. Reality, full reality. He clears our vision. Now, some of us, when our vision is clear, we change. We go, man, I knew I was tripping. I had to get myself together. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna take, I'm at least going to take this step. I know I could do that. Is this cool? And then I'll keep trying to take another step. And then take another step. Some of us go, man. See, we don't even look at the next best step from here. We go, man. You mean to tell me I'm here? And all this time I thought I was there? And then when it takes me to get from here to there, oh man, I might as well just stay where I'm at. Right? Or we pretend that we don't see where it's showing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to people and you tell them the truth. And they'll be like, what? Really? You ain't tripping. Nah, nah, nah. Or they, they, they reflex. You know, they reflex like, no, that's not what I really was saying, Terrence. That's what you thought you heard me say, but what I was really saying, and they spit it when you, you, you were thinking you tripping. Look, I know I saw what I thought I saw. Well, so, so why does that happen? Because it's hard to embrace truth. How come when truth is not around, we're jovial? <laughs> we laugh, we have, oh, you're the, you're the most wonderful person to be around. Truth show up. You would smile and kick and laugh and joke. I don't care if you was drinking and smoking. Truth show up, your whole countenance change. Whole countenance change. Well, you can see with the young people, all of a sudden, now, now, now they're like zombies. They ain't zombies around their friends, but they zombies around the truth. Oh, 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 oh. I'm just, all right, because I want, all right, let me, let me get this chair. This worked. Yeah, this worked. I worked out this morning. I can't. So, so this is the other thing. Truth come, right? 
So you, 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 before truth come, you're like, <laughs> truth come. What's all the fidgeting for? What's all, what, what, what happened? Yeah, yeah, they 17 smoke breaks. What's, what's all that for? Because the truth, I'm not, listen, all of us, I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not just getting on a, the fidgety folk, <laughs> right? It's all true. See, so the thing is, when are we going to just embrace it so we can get from where we are? Because we're, we're living in a reality, right? And there's some, some of the reality we don't like. So that means we need to change some things, right? All right, so three people need to change some things. The rest of y'all, sweet. Y'all sweet like that, right? Right, that, that, I mean, that is, it's the reality. We need to change some things. Listen, I'm going to tell y'all, secret. You know why I work out? This is a real simple secret, because I have a mirror. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more revelation to that. I actually look in it. No, no, I ain't talking about the mirror. You know, the mirror to just show right here. And up. You know how the mirror we got? Just show the, the little box. Just show our face. No, no, I got a full-length mirror. And I look in it. And when I look in it, you know what it tells me all the time? Change. <laughs> That's how I look in it. Be like, you know, because I be feeling like, you know, feeling pretty good. Like, I feel, I feel like I'm in shape. Then I look in the mirror. Lord knows if I totally expose myself, it'd be like, change now, change now, please. Embarrassing us. Right? So, so this is the thing. The, the Bible is like, the word is like a mirror. It says we, when we look into it, we're changing to his image day by day. Not, to, not, not, not conforming to how we want to be. 2 Corinthians 3.18, right? But anyway, let's get back to this uh Let's get back to this, uh, this uh, Habakkuk. So it says there's a witness. A witness has already seen it. Now, now, now it tells us to write the vision. <laughs> write the vision, right? Now, think about it. If the vision was about you, would you need to write it? Not necessarily. You can write it to remind yourself. But the writing it is because it's about others. Make it plain because it says that they, it didn't say you can run with it that readeth it. So it's about others. Our whole flow has been about us when God's vision is about others. Alright? Alright, so we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. See? So it's telling us to write it because writing is about see our vision is supposed to be about God. Because his vision is about us. Our vision, all when we write down vision, and, and uh, we talked about this. Didn't we talk about this yesterday? We just talk about so 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 so. Uh, can I use the, the the guy talk stuff? So we was talking about guy talk yesterday, and and some people was talking about how you know they were writing their vision. And so and it was like so so I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this. I was like, well, ho ho ho! It starts with playing off of God. He's the one that purposed us. So, so if, if, if a vision without playing off of God is just a goal. It's something you want to do. 
but it's not necessarily what God will participate in. God participated in the vision that he gave you for your life. But see, we can't find that vision without staying in God's face. Right? So a lot of times we're going to understand why this is not happening. Could it be that's your vision and not God's? So, so if it's your vision, God figured you're going to work it out. It's your vision. God's like, I'm, I, I'm assuming I'm not a participant here since you ain't checking with me. So I figured, hey, you got that. And then we go to God. I don't understand why this is not happening. It's going, it's your vision. Why are you asking me? Right? But see, God designed us for something. He purposed us for Only thing, listen, I work with juveniles and I, years ago. And the number one thing I used to tell them, the only thing we're going to be happy at doing is what God designed us to do. He's the one that designed us. I'm not saying we can't be successful at a lot of things. But the only thing we're going to be fulfilled that is what God designed us to do. See, God galvanized all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to in harmony with His purpose, His vision. Because we quote that scripture, all things work together for good, not for everybody. See, everything is galvanizing itself, attracting itself, magnetizing itself to God's vision for your life. Your vision is you. Dealing with all this resistance because there's nothing designed that's going to be attracted to your vision. But everything is attracted to God's vision. That's why the scripture says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, what? And all things will be added. You, it, 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 listen, we chasing stuff. We're chasing money. We're chasing dreams, goals, all type of stuff. That stuff will be chasing us as we chase God. Our vision is supposed to be about God. God's vision is about us. Right? Look, I can prove it. He fearfully and wonderfully made us. That shows his whole vision was about us. He fearfully and wonderfully made us. Even when he made Adam, he said, not good for man to be alone. Like, Adam didn't even have to come up with that. And then, then when, when, even if Adam came up with it, he wouldn't have known how to take care of it. God, listen, dude, you just take care of what I purposed you for. I got you covered. Oh, it's not good for you to be alone. I'm going to create a help me suitable for you. Matter of fact, I'm going to create stuff. You will be able to speak stuff into existence. Everything you need to be here. You don't have to worry about nothing. Even after all that sin, God says, oh, I'm going to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask to think according to the power of work. Oh, I'll supply all, my, all your needs according to my riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Like that guy, oh, I, I send my son that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Everything in the Bible is God's vision about us. But everything we're supposed to be doing should be about him. If we're, listen, yeah, I, so, so, so I, played, I played point guard in college. So I remember we had a guy well, over the years, I've played with some people. And, <laughs> and so sometimes you have a guy like seven foot trying to play the point. And I, I told the guy one day, I said, so let me ask you something. I said, if you're playing my position, who's playing yours? Not me. I said, I can't be seven foot if I try. I said, so why don't you let me do my job and you do yours? See, see that's the thing. If we're trying to supply all our needs, if we're trying to 
if our whole vision is about us and and God's vision is about us how does God's vision ever get taken care of while we're purposed to be here then we'll go around complaining what kind of God will let that happen oh whoa 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 we put us here to stop it all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God we're the key that's like uh, my son was leasing our house for about eight years until we sold it and uh that's like me coming to the house coming to the house and and when he, t when he took over the house we used to come visit and sometimes we couldn't come to the house we had to meet at a restaurant because maybe they didn't clean up or whatever but we couldn't just roll up no 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 we coming to the crib we own this house no 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 it was his house as long as he was in it it was his house as long as he was leasing it it was his house it was turned over to him this earth is our house while we keep blaming God that's not taking care of our business we've been sent here to take care of this earth around well why are we blaming God all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God we're not in our rightful place you know what could it be that you're the solution of what you're complaining about alright just, just a thought that was just a thought did that come across sarcastic Oh, look, my wife over here, I, that's what I'll check with to see if I was a little sarcastic, edgy. She ain't even listening. She's just like, he gave us the keys. He gave us the keys. <laughs> keys to the kingdom, right? There you go. There you go. It's Matthew. All right, so, so, when, 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 when we shift our focus from God's vision and we lose sight, we lose sight of God's vision, that's what has us uh how can I say conforming or 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 phasing out of the kingdom see because now so because if you're focused on doing your own thing that's where your attention is going to go it's not going to be focused on God scripture says lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path because he has a vision now some of us are stubborn once we've committed to something we're going to stick with it until until we're in the grave because we don't, it's hard for us to let go of what we've already committed to. I repeat, it's hard for us to let go. That's just natural nature. That's not nobody tripping. That's just, that's, that's our natural nature. Once we've locked in, that's why the hope is you're in an environment is you're locking a God first. Because if you're locking a God, ain't nobody pulling you off of. The trouble is we've been locked into ourselves. We've been locked into the world. We've been locked into the fellas. We've been locked into lust. We've been locked into a whole lot of other things. And now it's kind of hard to pull pull us off of it. Like we really, it's going to take an act of God. <laughs> Literally. Right? Just keep that in mind. Now, now that's what happened to, this, this is all started. The reason why we get pulled off of stuff is because we get influenced by Satan. Right? And, and, and misery loves company. You've heard that before. Well, God's whole vision from the beginning has always been about everybody else. It was about Jesus. It was about, hey, hey, hey. It was about his, his top angels. So he had three angels in the beginning. Uh, we call them, you can call them princes or you can call them archangels. And they were over all the angels. All the angels were was split up in three parts. So you had the, the, work, the, the, the messenger angel and the archangel, archangel or the prince was Gabriel. And then you had the warrior angels. The archangel or the prince was Michael. 
and then you had the worshiping angels the archangel and the prince was Lucifer out of all of those people Lucifer got in his head I can be like the most high I like like hearing all that I see so so he went from his vision being about God to being about himself the scripture says uh, Jesus was like yeah I saw Satan falling like lightning because you can't self can't be in the heaven realm self can't be in the kingdom realm the kingdom realm is about us not I it's about us not I and so Satan got kicked out immediately right and, and the thing is you you could tell he lost he lost his mind because everything God did up to that point was about him first of all how you become the top angel God cared for him so much look 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 he made him when he moved and music came out of him he breathed music came out of him he said he said man that's not enough when people see you they'll see brilliance he was adorned in jewels everything God did was about him and he got into self so and God did everything about him so he was supposed to be about God's kingdom create that atmosphere for worship it was about self he got kicked out and all the worshiping angels with him we call them fallen angels right which produced the giants on this earth planet on this earth realm you understand what I'm saying so so even with him it he lost out of God's vision even though it was all about him right mm. see as I, as I think about him fearfully and wonderfully making us setting us in the setting members in the body as it pleases him 1 Corinthians 12 18 like it's all about us why can't we be all about him God's all about us and we trying to be all about us kind of greedy ain't it selfish I didn't say no I didn't say no names did I yeah good alright so, so so the only people will be convicted if that applies to you so the whole Bible this this, this Bible is God's written vision that's all it is this vision and he wrote it he made it plain so we can run with it that read it well we got to read it to run with it and we got to fight to see what it's saying see it just started out Genesis which means beginning and it ended with Revelation which means you can see now you can see when stuff is revealed you can see and God's trying to reveal stuff to us but the dangerous thing is everything in Satan in Lucifer's power, misery loves company, he got kicked out being self. He wants to trip us into being self. You ever like been in families where, you know, you have one person handling business, you got the other person tripping, but the person tripping is always trying to influence the person that's handling the business. I'm going man, see, yeah, oh, mi- ah, Mrs. Goody Two Shoes, Mr. Goody Two Shoes, oh, ah, Mama's boy, Papa's, but, uh, 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 if what they're doing is so wonderful and what they're doing is so great why, why are they trying to trip you up why don't they just go ahead and do what they're doing see they're trying to trip you up for a reason because they want company see the thing is we're all in a family some of your friends are like brothers and sisters they see where you're going they see your momentum so they try to trip you up oh man that, that. come on Mr. Holy come on Bible man Keith it don't take all that, bruh. Uh, here we go, Mr. Spiritual. Right? See, the whole thing is trying to get you tripped up 
before you open, before they open their mouth, before you hear what they have to say, how you rolling? Before anybody gave you any other consideration, how you rolling? You at peace? You happy? Like you don't have that, you know that, you know that little nudge over you when you know you ain't doing the right thing, and you can be having a good day and you know drive by a billboard that that talks about God or see something on TV where people are doing right, and you be like, ah, you know, you feel that conviction. You feel, you know what I'm talking about when you feel conviction, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. But remember, you ain't have all that. And then, then, a, then somebody pulls you into compromise. Uh, uh, what's the young man that was the fast week? Uh, Harold was talking about it. I was like, man, I was always doing the right thing, man. And he said, I was just doing the right thing all the time. But I just kept, kept getting a lot of heat for it. So I changed. He said, I need to get back to where I was before. How was Harold? 16? 15? 16? Oh, I'm sorry. Mom's right there. My bad. Just blending in with all the anointed people. So, so how old is he? 16. He was like, man, I need to get back to where I was. The, the difference between Harold and a lot of us, he ain't that far away from where he was. How far have you gotten? How far have you gotten? And, and, and have you asked yourself, how did I get here? And are you assessing what's been influencing you? Uh, there's a story in the Bible of uh, some guys, uh, this guy, he owned this, this land, and he needed some workers, right? So he just go to this guy, hey, hey, man, hey, hey, you want a job? He said, come on, man, I'll just give you a job. He said, help, this is what I'll pay you. Are you willing to take the job? You going to pay me what? Seriously? Definitely take this job, I'm on it. So, you know, the, the, the work got, got hard, and he... He needed some more people, so he went out and got some other people. Now these guys have been working. I don't know. I just I'm par paraphrasing. We'll just we'll just pick certain amounts. Let's say they they, they were working nine hours. So let's say six. These guys, there's, there's a couple more hours left in the day, and they're trying to get this work done. So he found some other guys. He said, "Man, hey, hey, we need some guys for this tail end here. Would you work for us?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." So then he's bring those guys in. Then, then he says, "He said, I'll let you know what I'll pay you. It's only like a couple, it's a couple hours." Then they realized it was about an hour left. They need some more other guys to get them. They, they come and they, they're working with them too. So at the end, he pays everybody. He pays everybody the same amount. Well, the guys that got hired first were like, whoa, yo, yo. What's up? Oh, 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 oh. No, that's, this ain't right, man. This ain't right, man. How they going to get paid what we got paid? He said, first of all, it's my land. Second of all, did I cheat you? Did I give you what I said I would give you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, 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 but, 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 but you gave them the same thing. He said, whoa, did I cheat you? Did I give you what I said I would give you? Yes. What difference does it make if I gave somebody else? Now, let me ask you this question. If the other guys hadn't came to the job, would they have been satisfied with the money they got? Oh, more than satisfied. So, what got them offended? Comparison. Comparison. Looking at what somebody else got and how they got it. But if they just stay locked in, they got what they what he committed to give them. God's given us what he committed to give us. We looking around like everybody else. Why? You see what I'm saying? That that that's that's, that's the whole thing. Diversion, confusion, clouds you. I mean, do you realize you can be so frustrated and clouded, caught up in keeping up? I had a young man to play for me. I was coaching, and uh, 
these guys was locked up so we did something you saw the movie Gridiron Gangs where they had a, a football team where they were all locked up but we did this way before that with basketball so we played uh, we played the state champs we played everybody so, so these young men this is their first time really learning the game so uh, you know had one kid was teaching him to be a point guard but we had another guy who just would score a lot and so we're in practice and he's like you know he's playing well but then he started just jacking up shots I was like what are you doing he said well points paper because even when we lost the guy that would score 30 or whatever if we you know you have a little clip Johnny scored 38 you know even though we lost so he's like points get in the paper I said, oh, points get in the paper I get it I understand yeah, yeah, I was being sarcastic. Hey, we're changing practice today. Bobby over here, you know your name's not Bobby, but I'm giving you a little, little help here. Bobby over here is not getting enough points. We're changing practice. Shoot as much as you want. I sat down. Oh, no, no, just, 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 just jack up shots. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Do your thing, man. Woo! Get down. He couldn't make nothing. I said, okay, so could we get back to practice now? We go to a tournament because that was the changing point in his life. Stop looking at anybody else. Master what you are designed to do. He mastered the point guard position. Phenomenal. We go to the state tournament. Phenomenal balling. Everybody in that building came up to him. Out of all the players that played for me that were locked up, the guy scoring 30, 40, he's the only one that ended up playing for a school. All because he finally locked into, what are you supposed to be doing? That's my question. Are you doing what God has designed you to do? Are you playing off of that? Or every time you look like you're doing what you're supposed to do, somebody comes up to you tell you what they're doing, and then now you start doing what they're doing. Then somebody else comes up to you, man, I'm going to tell you what worked for me, man. I just started such such business. Now you're doing that. Then you come up to this other part. Ah, oh, man, you know, with the weight. Now, I'm going to tell you, I got this, this good hustle going on. Now you're doing that. What is God designed for you to do? And, and, and will you fight to lock into that? To keep moving with that? To deal with the uncertainty? Man, there ain't no vision in the world that just happened overnight. It says, though it tarry, wait for it. At the end, it shall speak. Though it tarry, though it seems like it's taking a while, you got to wait for it. Anything worth it costs something. And the first thing it costs you is your life. Oh, my life. I got to die? Yes. You got to die to your comfort. You got to die to your pleasures. You got, oh, oh. You got to die to your intellect. You got to die to your traditions. Hey, you're the smartest person at, at tricking yourself out of fulfillment. I'm talking about like like you 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 PhD. If whoa, if you look, listen, listen, listen. I ain't saying no names, but if you if, if you're honest with yourself and you look at where you really are and what you're really doing, are you fulfilling what God has for you? Are you fulfilled? I, I mean, listen, we talked about superficialness in uh in master life this morning. I'm not talking about you acting like you fulfilled. You know, you've I get it, I get it, I get it. 
you, I, I get it. You, you've invested a lot of time here, so you got to act like, like, like back in the day. I, I told you guys before we used to go out and we, we invested money. We spend money on this BC days, y'all. BC days, we spend money on drugs, drinking, uh, whatever, buying drinks. You know, I'm, a, I'm a male, and females, they, they, they hang out for free. So, 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 so you, so you spend all this money, and then you will go home and oh man, oh we had a good time. No, we did not. We're lying. We did not. But we had to say we did because we've invested the resources. Just like you invested in that business venture. You gonna spend all that money? You ain't gonna go. Man, that was dumb. This is stupid. I don't know why I spent this money. You're like, well, no, nah, it wasn't really dumb. See, what it set us up to learn a lesson to actually facilitate to move ourselves into a position to actually actuate our fulfillment. Otherwise, interpret it as it was dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's not a bad thing. Okay, okay, I use me. I know a lot of dumb things. I've done dumb things in ministry. I've done dumb things in business. Yeah, that first business, we had to claim, um, what is it? Uh, bankruptcy. Guess what? Wasn't making the right moves. Because that's not what we were purposed to do. Right? But we could, act, nah, see, babe, what happened is, what we did was, we put a spin on, the reality is, yes, there were, there were big checks coming through, but they weren't ours. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like there's, there's a reality here. And, and, and God is trying to get us. God is, listen, we talked about this. God talked. Like, man, so, 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 like, how do, you know, how do we lock into this thing? When you lock into God, God's been pouring vision the whole time. His vision for your life the whole time. Unless, yes, the, some of y'all, some of us, because I, I was this way, have a skill set that can almost adapt to any environment but can't be fulfilled in any environment. And, and, and so we can settle for less than our design simply because we're adaptable. I'm using me. I've always been adaptable. I, I, I was successful in the things that I was doing, but I wasn't fulfilled. And guess what? After a while, fulfillment becomes a fantasy. It's something that, fulfillment, <laughs> fulfillment. They don't know why I get fulfilled. There ain't no such thing. Is it no such thing, or does it seem insurmountable, or does it cost too much of you to get to? Because it is. It is such a thing. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's such a thing. At every aspect of your life. See, that's what salvation truly is. Sozo. From the, from the Greek, Hebrew, sozo, it's wholeness. Every aspect of our life is delivered. Not just our pocketbook, not just our, our, our romance, not just our job, not just our house, every, not, ju not just us, me and my wife, no, my kids, my grandkids, my grandkids' kids, the long time down the road, long, long, long time down the road. Right? But what I'm saying is every aspect of your life. That's that's what fulfillment is. But not this little compartment that we're settling for. You understand? I mean that, that's not me. Listen, man, I, I I'm just a messenger, but I see this stuff clearly. 
And God wants us to see it clearly because we got this pull. We got this nagging. It's, 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 it's like nagging us, man, Jamal. It's like you know it's more. You just know. And even when you finally get to the goal that you've established for yourself, you go, really? This is it? I mean, this is it? I'm a, I thought, surely this fine dwelling place would make me like everywhere I walk feel like I'm fulfilled. But it's not enough. It get old quick, don't it? Because you can say amen. It's okay. Like, and I already know. I already know. Surely, you know, this fine automobile, I thought, would really take me to another level. But if I'm honest, it was nice when I first got it. But, eh, it's okay. <laughs> At every level. I mean, why would somebody with a Maserati try to drive their car for Cliff and kill themselves? With 11 cars, uh, I think the acres that, uh, I think it was living on about 50 acres at the time. Huge house, movie theater, bowling alley, game room. What we call wanting for nothing. Why is this person trying to drive their car for Cliff? True story. Excuse me, I just spit on you. It's annoying. <laughs> you can see. Remember he spit through the mud, through the mud in the blind man's eyes. After the day, you can see, brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 why would somebody do that? Two story. Why would somebody do that? See, the thing is, people that wasn't at that person's level wanted to be at that person's level. But once that person was at the level and realized, oh, something missing. They, hey, they lied to me. They done told me wrong. I sacrificed a whole lot of things to get to this level only to see it's not what they said it was. I just keep buying stuff because I'm like, I invested in this level. They said this is sweet. And then I keep acting like a sweet. Then I keep running around people, hey. Look at my car. <laughs> I introduced myself with my car first. How you doing today? I have a Maybach. My name's Keith Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a Maybach. I just was saying that. It's, I don't even think I want one. But I was just. But, but. I, actually, this there, there's. <laughs> you, you just made me think about this. Is this somebody just somebody just introduced themselves based on their stats? Because you, you, otherwise, you're like, if they don't know, am, am I really, does it even have value? And we were talking about this. I don't know. We were talking about guy talk, right? Think about it. For what we call value, we almost got to take our house, our cars, our finances and everything, you know, put it in some type of supernatural uh, uh, purse or something or, or wallet, carry it in our pocket, and every time we go visit people, bam, we break it out and it all just, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, hey, hey, y'all, back up, back up, back up. We're going to need more space. We need more space. And then you just throw it down there and it just pop up. Because, see, see, this is what's so tough. Fulfillment says you're valuable. Success says what you have or what you do is valuable. See, fulfillment says when I show up, it's enough. Success say, oh, I'm not enough. Hey, 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 
Yeah, you know, I, I pastor in Charlotte, North Carolina, sister. Yeah, I've been pastoring now for quite some. I've been in ministry for 20-something years. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we just got a building over there, you know. See, 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 I'm not enough. So, so I, I won't allow you to discover what the other things that are part of my life. I have to present them as who I am. See, God wants you to be enough. <laughs> all right, so just a thought, all right? Just a thought. This, this. All right, let's, 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 because we're trying to discover God's vision, and we've been talking about this in our, in our, because I'm, I'm going to close out here, but 1 Corinthians 14. And I, right, so, 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 I want to just package this around something. We're, trying to discover vision so as to fight to see right so we so we want to see now god god wants us to see right god will want us to see right and and so but the adversary in the world wants us to what be blind right so if we conform to the world we're more likely to be blind than to be able to see right but if we transform ourselves in the spirit we're more apt to see now so you have these different levels of life so we first come into the kingdom and you have a uh, uh, we're born again, or or we have new birth, right? This is this is what we were told in the scripture. Uh, and then Jesus said, "You uh, you marvel not, you must be born again." And then Nicodemus says, "Well, I can't go into my mother's womb a second time." He said, "No, no." He said, "Let me clarify. That's being born of water. You know, the, the submerged in water, the water breaks." And Tatum was here, and and I I don't know. TGS is on the way. Okay. But that water is, 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 is sustaining your child, right? But when that water breaks, they don't have what's sustaining them, so they got to birth into another realm, right? So the scripture says to be born of the water and of the spirit, and we have to be submerged in the spirit. Now, that's what's been the hard part. Because to be submerged in the spirit, we got to let go. To be submerged in the spirit, we got to float. be submerged in the spirit, we got to... See, see, to be submerged in the, in the natural... It involves you, your hands, and participation, and pushing, and all that stuff. To be, my bad. Yeah, I just that's vision showing you things to come. All right, all right. So, but to be submerged in the spirit, it doesn't involve your hands. It involves your heart. It doesn't involve your hands to be submerged in the spirit. So now that's the hard part because it's hard for us to let go. Like, 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 why are we stay in our head? Because I need to control it. I'll yield to it when I can control it. See, that's the natural man. The natural man actually thinks he's in control. Thinks. See, the, the, the spirit man knows I got to yield. I got to float. Right? I got to let go. Right? And so, every time people hear, so if you hear anything spiritual, people, you remember it's like that truth. <clears throat> people tighten up. <clears throat> You know, you talk to somebody about the Holy Spirit, just in general, they're cool. But if you talk about being filled with the Spirit, hey, 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 back up off me. Back up off me. I don't believe in that. But just read the Bible. Read the Bible and what the Bible says. So the Bible talks about 1 Corinthians 14, which we're about to go to in a second. It talks about uh, unknown tongues, and it talks about the gift of tongues. Gift of tongues, there should be an interpreter. I can't be up here preaching a sermon in tongues you know 
you won't nobody understand what I'm talking about. And that's what the scripture says. It, well, it, 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 it summarizes the gift of tongues as prophecy in 1 Corinthians 14. But then it talks about an unknown tongue. It says when a man speaks an unknown tongue, he speaks unto God. But it also says it builds us up in our most holy faith. Right? It keeps us built up. And so, and the scripture talks about uh, the, the, the indwelling or the regeneration of the spirit. So, so the spirit comes in and makes you alive. That's when you're born again. But then it also talks about, uh, in, in, in the book of Acts, so I mean, 19, he said, he said man, have, have you been baptized with the Holy Spirit since you believe? He's talking to the disciples. It was like, well, we've never heard of another baptism but John's baptism. He said, oh, no, John, John baptized you in water. He said, there's another experience you need to baptize. And then it said they were filled with the Spirit. Right? He says, you got to read through, read through what the Bible actually said. Now, the Bible is truth. It's God's vision, and it's in detail. Sometimes we read stuff, and because we can't control it with our head, with our hands, with our mind, we, we shut it off. I didn't read that. So now, we, now we're, 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 we're selective with Scripture now. Some of the scriptures we roll with and some I'm not. Now who determines which scriptures are truth or not? You? Obviously, yes. That's, that's not a sarcastic comment. That's the truth, right? Obviously, if you're saying this one I'm rolling with, this one I'm not, you're the determining factor. Now, if you're the determining factor, will you stake all of our lives on your choices? We talked about this this morning. Based on your choices of selection, will you stake our lives on it? Would, hey, hey, would you, would you stake our fulfillment on it? Now, if you are, that means you're fulfilled. And you just want us fulfilled too. If you're not, why aren't you opening up to find out what it takes to be fulfilled? Why aren't you considering something outside of what you've been considering up to this point? Why aren't you willing to open yourself up to what you don't know, not just trying to justify what you do? Well, everything you know, Everything is, 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 is yielded the results you have in your life right now. Everything you know, everything you articulate so eloquently is yielding the results you have right now. So if, if that's all you want, just keep, keep, hey, keep justifying, keep breaking it down, keep, hey, keep expounding on all you know. But if you want something different, you better open yourself up for something you don't know. And one of the things is we got to yield to the Spirit. The Spirit is what moves us. Into, no, the Scripture says the Spirit searches all the deep things of God. The things we can't see with our mind. The things we can't even understand. The Bible says the natural man can't understand them because they're spiritually discerned. Right? The first, right after he says, it says, I have not seen nor ever heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Hey, but the Spirit searches the, the deep things of God, right? And, and, and reveals those things to us. It goes down, verse 14, it says, the natural man can't even understand this stuff because it's spiritually discerned. When it says he can't understand it, the, the, the natural man can't master it with his mind. He can't comprehend it. So if he can't comprehend it, he automatically rejects it. And when he automatically rejected it, the devil goes, Whoa! Whoa! I got another one! Hey, 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 I guarantee you, they got a checkoff. It's a fool checkoff. Yeah, yeah, you got another fool. Hey, this one's prime. Hey, hey, you know, this dude's supposed to change the world, but he on our team. 
hey, 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 all you got to do is keep, keep a bunch of people around him that hypes up the things that he says. Keep a bunch of people around him going, man, you know, you're so wonderful the way you articulate yourself. Man, it wasn't for you, uh, you know, I wouldn't have uh, got this uh, next level promotion. You know, now I'm an assistant manager at Wendy's. But man, it wasn't for you, man, I probably would still be flipping burgers. Yeah, that dude that, that, that's, that, that got that promotion is supposed to own Wendy's. All you did is give him enough information to, to, to be better in place. To, you, you just gave him enough information to, to be comfortable in place. To stay within the matrix, the limits. Matrix is womb. You know, if that baby stays in that womb too long, the baby and the mother could die. You can't stay in the womb forever. The Bible says my children have, 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 have come to birth, but they don't have the strength to bring forth, to break out. Isaiah 37.3. Break out, not, not find a way to be comfortable in the limits. To be comfortable in the matrix. To be comfortable in the blindness. To be comfortable. Look, 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 we walking around because we doing better than Cousin Bobby. We walk around thinking we, 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 we sweet. Are we comparing ourselves to our desire or are we comparing ourselves to others? Even though the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 10, 12, dare not to compare yourself with yourself, with your own understanding, and with others. What it's saying is compare yourself with God's design. I bet you that'll keep you moving. I bet you that'll keep you moving. we got to fight to see like, so we're going into another year we're going into another year we're going to cast vision oh the vision is wonderful right it's, the, the, the 2019 was new beginnings at home at the, listen this, this has been the best year of my life new beginnings but it's been new beginnings all over the place right so we ain't just casting vision to cast vision but I'm going to tell you some people are going to Take it as a, a cliche, a statement. They're not going to see it as God speaking and writing a vision for their lives. They're not going to harmonize it. They're not going to keep it before them. Well, that's nice. That's nice. And guess what's going? The results they're going to get in their life. Yeah, that's nice. But some people will experience the move of God. Man, have a vision in your house. You're supposed to. But that vision in your house should be playing off of God's vision for your entire life. It shouldn't just be goals. I mean, we, we spend all this time living life and we ain't going to get close to doing what, what we were purposed to? The you know, mom of the world said, it, like, like, there's people in the, most, 90% of, of, of purpose is in the grave. Because people haven't lived it. They haven't lived it. They've settled for. Like, like, some people's vision is the picture they always have for the relationship God never told them to get in. You should see your face right now. You should see that face. You should see his face. His face is <laughs> almost like I feel sorry for the people. <laughs> yeah, that face. But that's true. Some some people, their whole vision is trying to make something work so they can say, I did this, and still not playing off of God. Some people have left jobs that God sent them to. It was just to prepare them for something else. All because it was uncomfortable. They talked themselves out of what God had for them. And said, well, no, I'm more comfortable doing this. No, I'm not qualified for this. 
you're not qualified for this based on your natural self, but based on your spiritual self, you're more than qualified. Now, God put you in a position to place a demand on you to do something that you would have never done if he didn't put you in that environment. But some of us will, hey, no, nah, no. Nah. See, man, you know, you know, uh, people at that level, upper management, man, they be tripping, man. You know, I'm good right here. You know, don't nobody need all that. Yeah, that's what you're saying, but the reality is you're afraid. Because there's more accountability. There's more responsibility. The reality is you're blowing the opportunity to to go to a new beginning that's going to put you in a position to with unlimited levels you can go to. But that that's overwhelming. That's scary to you. Yeah. Scary to you, but not to God and the Holy Spirit in you. Be confident in this very thing that He's going to do good work with performing. Are you doing anything that needs God's help? Or can you do it all with your hands? God's vision, you need God's help. Your vision, you probably can do it with your hands. All right, stand on your feet. That's enough, man. Please.